Hey y'all, it's your host, Cactus Soul, and get ready, you're tuned into the Spiral of Desire podcast, where we're going to talk about all the elephants in the room, because it's time to unmask, reveal, heal, and evolve. This is the Spiral of Desire podcast. I I am the master master of mastering my own beauty. beauty. A journey carved out for me. A path on which he gave me grace every day. So I can finally comfortably breathe in my own spaces. So in this episode, um, Generational Curses, I'm going to read from page three of my book, The Spiral of Desire. The magic we see, the curses will be seen and unseen. The drugs and the lies that are whispered and harnessed through our actions, how our offspring sees us, tramples us in disguise our veins and DNA pumping with our ancestors' mistakes. These are the things the enemy uses to hold our lineage hostage. These thoughts are imposters. So we sip from the cup of winding, ticking clocks of drunken, beautiful delusions of time. He takes all those cycles, matches, and lights them on fire with all the lies. And because we're drunk, he uses his tricks, and we are blind and see this fire as the turnip, as the carpe diem. So we say we are lit, the light of planning our future dims, and not thinking of how those grandbabies will feel, thus creating generational curses. We pass down without a thought. I'm not saying not to enjoy and be present, but the enemy presents our minds with ridiculous choices that pet and tempt our God-carved frame as we rack up DUIs destroying our family's name and continue to smoke our sober thoughts away, saying that we're much more divine with the trees we plant as we numb our timeless pain and peek through the window's pane, no hands up or hands out, so we poison our souls, killing our tribe, praying the next generation will get it this time. Every day my kids are affirmed by saying, I am a strong man, a kind man a good decision maker knowledge is power and power is money with power comes a responsibility to care for others to love others our past is just that and it's something we cannot change so forgiveness must be on our lips because our grannies and grandpops just didn't know certain things a slave mentality will no longer rust our legacy and taint our creative brains i stop all curses with me that's what my mom always told me so that my future bloodline will be set free no more chains will be bound with my name we are more we are stronger than our pain we now know these were lessons to water nurture to learn and to grow no more curses no more shame no more generational curses we are free from the chains I write this poem as a uh, an ode to my family. I write this as the roadblock to the pain that my family uh, will come up against. I pray for my family. Um, I pray that my 
legacy can become a part of the beautiful um, flower that is the Hill family, the uh, lineage of that, the hordes, and the lineage of the Hockadays. And I pray that that becomes something, um, this poem can become something that our family can glean to. Um, understanding that all that we've made mistakes, we don't have to do that. And that as long as we become sober-minded in all the things, in all ways, financial, drugs, relationships, and always affirming who we are and knowing that we are worthy, I believe we can set ourselves free. Um, I talk about the magic we think we see, you know, the things that are dangled in front of our eyes and in our minds, the things that um, distract us, sex, lies, men, money, Um, We do things that we just shouldn't do to survive instead of learning a thrive mentality. Um, I think so many of us just live our lives in survival mode and so everything is a weapon. And we say that the drugs and the, it says the drugs and the lies that are whispered and harnessed through our actions, how our offspring sees us, tramples us in disguise, our veins and DNA pumping with our ancestors' mistakes. Um... I talk about there being whispered, harnessed actions within us genetically because of the things that are passed down. But I think if we realize or we ask questions and we're not so ashamed to talk about the things that we've went through, I'm going to be transparent and honest with my kids. I'm grateful my mom was honest with me with the things she went through. I was able to handle things a little differently because she explained the pains that she had, the things she went through. And I think that that freed me to know that I might be going through a bleak and dark time, but I can get out. There is light on the other side. I always call my mother resilient. It says, so we sip from the cup of winding, ticking clocks of drunken, beautiful delusions of time. And the enemy takes all those cycles, matches and lights them all on fire with all the lies. And it's because we think we have time. We always think we can fix something or that time is going to be on our side. You know, when I had lost, um, I started grieving my brother. Uh, I lost lots of uncles and aunts very quickly. Um... It became something that sobered me. I realized that life was not something that was going to last forever and that I needed to live it fully and I needed to breathe air more intently and be more purposeful in the things that I did and the way that I lived. And and I think if we start to live that way, um, you know, we think, oh, seize the day. And you should. You should be present. You should learn to make focus on what your goal is or whatever it is that you're um, doing at this moment. But we also have to realize that we were meant for so much more. Um, and we've got to think about our future generations, our legacy. Um, I, I talk about it here. I said, but the enemy presents our minds with ridiculous choices that pet and tempt our God card frame as we rack up DUIs that destroy our family's name. Um, you know, I, that was my rock bottom. I ended up with a DUI and, um, I, I was messed up truthfully and honestly, I was messed up and, um, it came to a point where I realized I was destroying the legacy that I fought so hard to try to build. And, um, I think if I 
really had thought about those things before the choices that I had made to get me to that place where I was in jail. I was in the back of a, of a cop car with cuffs on, you know, that was sobering. And I realized hey, I'm my, my kids legacy, you know, my legacy matters for their, for them, you know, and I have to break this chain with them, you know, of, of going to jail. That's something that a lot of my family members have experienced, unfortunately, or of being in cuffs. Um, it says we poison our souls, killing our tribe, praying the next generation will get it this time. I think that's kind of the, um, the thought. Oh, well, it's okay. You know, the, the grandbabies will get it right. No, let's get it right with ourselves first. We have to lead by example, and I think that's important. And one of the things my mom's always told me, she said, that's what, I stop all curses with me. That's what my mom always told me. And that's how she felt. She knew that, she said, they stop. The curses stop with me. And you're going to be the thing that changes the trajectory of our family, the trajectory of what our family's name means. And I, I, I give that to her. This is an ode to the knowledge that the wisdom she gave to me about generational curses. She knew the strongholds she had on and in her life that she had to let go of because of some of the pains that she had experienced or seen happening in the family. And she knew she had to pray those things off of herself. No more generational curses. We are free from the chains. And I think it's a mentality. Um, I have a place in here that says a slave mentality will no longer rust our legacy and taint our creative brains. And I think that's important. Understanding where you need to go, understanding your purpose. That's why I'm so um, hell-bent on understanding your purpose. As I think we're out here not knowing who we are or whose we are. And we get lost and caught up in day-to-day activity. And I think that if we had purpose and we understood how to put one foot in front of the other with purposefulness, saying, okay, God made me to be this. God wants me to do this. I now know that I have to be a part of of his will. And I think when we realize that, the curses will start to to dissipate behind you. The pain, the uh, sexual assault, the abortions, the going to jail, the not being educated, the not being financially responsible, those things will begin to die off as we get closer to purposefulness, as we get closer to understanding um, how to avoid the pitfalls that the enemy is going to set because he knows your weaknesses, because your, your family has already (laughs) done the things. And then you're going, Ooh, the man, or ooh, sex, or ooh, drugs, or ooh, I want to be numb, or ooh, I want to go this way, or oh, money. And he already knows you don't know how to find, uh, resist the temptations. He already knows you don't know how to um, manage your finances. And so he begins to slow down the trajectory of your um, potential, of who you're to become, because he already knows the pitfalls. And I think because it's a lack of understanding of who we are, whose we are, and our purpose. Not just our potential, but our purpose. Our purpose is a specific thing. And it's not that we're trying to get there. It's the journey that we need to take and a purposeful walk 
will give you direction. And I think direction is key to breaking generational curses. I'm giving my children direction. I tell them they're good men, strong men, wise men, good decision makers. That power is money, but with that money, you must do the right things to be a good steward. And a lot of times we don't, we don't give that information to our kids. We hide what we do. We don't want to tell the truth about where we've been. And I think it's very important. It's vital even that we subject ourselves to becoming more vulnerable and not always hiding. Because hiding things doesn't give the chance for the future to heal. It's just, it's just not explaining what happened in the story. So then people have to go and figure it out on their own when, hey, I've been through X, Y, and Z, and these are the things I did to get through them, or this is how I felt when I went through it, or this is what you can do to not go through that. And I think when there's purpose at the end, you'll start to realize, hey, getting a DUI is not going to take me down the right path of, of creating business, of doing the right things to get to the place that God has planned for me on the other end. And so, you know, I, I like my children, hey, guys, one day you want to be this, you want to do this. They're going to choose whatever they want to choose, but I want them to know they have purpose. I want them to find out their purpose very early. What kind of man or woman do you want to be? And I think we have to ask that question because then there'll be a target. When you have a target, you know what to focus on. And other things that seem like they take you off of those courses become hindrances. They become things you don't want to have in your life because you understand that having a baby at 17 or 16 or 15, although you shouldn't hide from that shame if that's where you end up, But you realize, hey, before I ever get to that place, I don't have to make this mistake. And these are why. These are the reasons why. I have a purpose. God has appointed me on this earth for a reason. I think a lot of times we just kind of aimlessly wonder. You know, it's ironic that I went through some of the things I did because I knew about generational curses. But I knew that there was so much more to be done. And my parents... I knew there was so much more to be done and I think you know I watched my parents be ministers and you know preach the word of God and minister to people and bless them through music and song and through uh, the word and it was always something to see their purpose but I never understood that I needed to find that purpose that I had to go through certain things that I needed to pray about that And I think, you know, I want to give that gift to my children. And I think so many other kids deserve to have that gift of, hey, pray about who you are. Not just, what do you want to be when you grow up? You don't know. What kind of person do you want to be? Want to be a good man? Thoughtful man? A helpful man? A strong person? Someone who helps others? What kind of person do you want to be? What kind of legacy do you want to leave? Thank you so much um, for joining me this uh, podcast, episode three, Generational Curses. I hope you've enjoyed this time. Um, Thank you. Love, light, and blessings. Thank you for listening to today's show. 
Make sure y'all follow me on my social media platforms at Cactus Soul on Facebook and at underscore Cactus Soul on Instagram. That's Soul, 5-O-U-L. You can purchase a copy of my book on Amazon or get a signed copy on BigCartel.com. All links are in my social media bios. Thank you, darlings. Love, light, and blessings. This has been the Spiral of Desire podcast. <laughs>